If you're looking for somewhere to watch the game, check out the Classic Football Shirts HQ at the Box in Hackney. Screening every World Cup match with a pop-up shop, World Cup artwork and small shirt display from the 14th to the 24th of June. Tickets for guaranteed entry can be bought through Eventbrite. Just search Classic Football Shirts London. This is Gareth Southgate and this is the Three Lions podcast. Hello there and welcome to episode 28 of the Three Lions podcast. My name is Russell Osborne. Wow, this is a strange feeling. There'll be many of us who've never experienced this feeling before, or even remember it. A smile from ear to ear. Sunday morning hangovers shouldn't feel like this. Savour this feeling. We'll all have bad days at work or at home. Football's not always like this. England are not always like this. Enjoy it. Remember it. Embrace this feeling. From 32 teams, we are down to four. Holders Germany have gone home. European champions Portugal have gone home. Former winners Spain, Brazil and Argentina have gone home. Italy and Holland never made it. Neymar's gone. Messi's gone. Ronaldo's gone home. It's only time now for football to come home. Those four semi-finalists are France, Belgium, Croatia and England. Yes, England. The World Cup will remain in Europe. Not since 1996 have we experienced a semi-final. Not since 1990 have we been in a World Cup semi-final. I was 12 then, from a family not overly keen on football. But I can still remember sitting on my beanbag, watching us go behind against Germany. Then Gary Lineker equalising then, well, you don't need me to remind you. I was beginning to understand football then, but only as I grew up did I understand the true meaning of what effect that game in 1990 had on the national game and the nation as well. Now, I'm seeing it again. I've been fortunate to experience the World Cup going out for the Belgium game. I've felt the atmosphere at home too, trying to keep a one game at a time head on and not get carried away just yet. But the positive influence this England team have had on the nation cannot be underestimated. Who knows how and where it can go this time. One exceptional example of this was the recent hashtag on Twitter, hashtag Gareth Southgate Wood. The positivity towards one man, who incidentally many weren't keen on taking on the reins, has been exceptional. Seeing the footage of him again conducting the England fans who remained in the ground in Samara on Saturday was, to be honest, quite emotional. I'm sure we'll speak with CJ soon, who I'm sure can give us more of a feel to it. But Gareth Southgate, you are making a nation proud. Whatever happens, you return a hero. You're a man who exudes positivity, humbleness, and someone who looks smart without waistcoat and tie. The epitome of an English gentleman. We'll talk more about the game very soon with Ryan Power. But first...
Now, I didn't envisage that I'd end up doing predictions on this podcast, but like footballers and their superstitions, I kind of feel I have to now. So the quarterfinals have been and gone. Here's what I said. Here's what happened. Uruguay against France. I got that one right with France going through by two goals to nil. Brazil against Belgium. Got that one wrong. Full credit to Belgium. Saw for a Brazil side that never really materialised into the side that we thought they could be or that we know that they can be or perhaps history says we think they should be. Sweden against England. Correct. I said we'd go through. But I didn't think it would be in the manner that we did. Much easier than I actually thought it would be. Russia and Croatia. Another one correct. But fair play to the hosts. They did take Croatia all the way, didn't they? So the two semi-final lineups are as follows. France play Belgium on Tuesday in St. Petersburg. Then England, the big one. We play Croatia on Wednesday in Moscow in the Luzhniki Stadium. The stadium that will host the World Cup final. Will it be an advantage to us, the fact that we're going to be playing in that stadium? Dare I dream to predict? I think it could be the two previous winners facing each other on Sunday the 15th of July in that stadium, in the Luzhniki, in Moscow, France against England. But as I've said, one game at a time. We need to get past Croatia. I am keeping my fingers seriously crossed. Okay, so we last spoke to we last spoke to Ryan Power after that first game against Tunisia. That seems a long, long time ago now. Ryan's back. Hello there. Evening, Russell. Evening. How are we? How are we? Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. Enjoying. Well, I mean, enjoying the sunshine, obviously. Um, and more to the point, just this just seems to be the tournament which just gets better and better and better. It's the tournament which keeps on giving, isn't it? Isn't it? I was just going to say the gift that keeps on giving and it just it just goes hand in hand with this sunshine, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Yes, exactly. Sunshine, a cold beer, football on every night. Well, what more could one ask for? Can you believe that there's some people that just don't enjoy it? Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Do you know what? Actually, it's funny you should say that, but actually I feel, I really feel it's a bit and obviously, it's partly because England are doing so much better. But I really felt that there's been a real, it's been really embraced, this tournament, by the country so much more than what I can recall in previous tournaments. I don't know if that's partly because we've obviously progressed further. But even before we got there, um, it just seems to have, maybe it's like with the rising, uprising of social media, I don't know. But everyone seems to have got really involved, even, you know, non-football people. You know, even my mum is coming and commenting on games, even ones not involving England. It just seems that everyone's really, really uh, getting into the spirit of things this time around. No, I, th I think you're absolutely right. And, and I almost look at some people, you say social media, and there's people that I know aren't interested in football and, and they're putting on their posts, hashtag it's coming home. And I almost yes. want to say, but, you, but you, you're not. And then I think, no, go on, get on board. Just yeah, enjoy the ride. 
Exactly. Uh, yeah, and let's hope that, you know, long may it continue. Let's hope that that same uh, good spirit and good feelings continue uh, long after the, the uh, long after it has come home. <laughs> let's hope so. So, so take us back to yesterday. Where were you? Where did you watch it? I watched it at home, actually. Yeah, okay. I watched it at home. Um, and uh, well, I mean, it was just it was it was it was great. It was I mean, obviously, it was a cagey, cagey start, wasn't it? The first mm. 20 minutes or so, sort of both teams uh, sort of feeling each other out a little bit. But after that, I mean, once we sort of stepped up a gear, we really never looked back. And considering it was a World Cup quarter final, we didn't really ever look in that much trouble, really. I mean, there were so many brilliant um, performances. I mean, well, where do you where do you start? I guess start with number one, I suppose. Why not? The, because I mean, for a goal for a goalkeeper as well to go through a game and not act, he didn't actually have to do that much apart from the three brilliant saves, really. So to be out of the game and not get as many touches as maybe he might have hoped, and to bring off those three saves when he did was just, I mean, to think how close it was pre-tournament with would he be England's number one? And now it just seems like, you know, he's he's going to be absolutely nailed on and will go on to probably win, you know, God knows how many hundred and however many caps, quite possibly, because you forget how, how young he is as well. Well, as so many of them are, of course. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, Pickford was absolutely outstanding as he has been at really important, crucial moments in many of the games. Let's not forget the last minute save before uh, extra time and, uh, you know, in, in, in the previous one, which was which was outstanding. And of course, a penalty save as well. Um, so, you know, I mean, he's he's done superbly well already. Um, and then again, the defence. I mean, I think that, you know, we'd spoken about it previously as well, how at times we did fear that our defence may be caught out here and there, possibly. But they're really looking, this back three are looking really solid as a unit. I mean, Harry Maguire has just absolutely come into his own in this tournament, isn't he? He must have, I don't know what the stats are. I haven't seen the calling up the stats, but he must have won about 450 headers or something in this tournament already because just every ball at both ends seems to be land square on his forehead. Um, and obviously after he went as a fan to the previous tournament, I think that he's obviously going to be someone that's much loved and adorned by um, by all of the fans, um, you know, and good for him, you know? Yeah. That's, um, that's a great story as well, isn't it? And I don't yes. know if you actually saw the picture um, that I think his sister actually posted on on Facebook or Twitter, where a group of his friends that weren't out for the for the Euros previously, they all got together with his sister there as well, and they had like a similar photograph with Harry Maguire in the middle. Amazing, absolutely, absolutely brilliant. And I think, and I think fans love that, don't they? Because especially in today's society, as it were, where I think that fans feel so far away from players in terms of their lives are just so different to the average Joe on the street, if you like. Um, and he has proven that actually maybe some of them aren't quite as different as you and I. And I mean, literally you and I, because he, you know, he was there in with the fans, as you say, having a beer uh, and so forth. So absolutely brilliant. He has gone leaps, man. I um, you know, I would imagine maybe uh, there's going to be a few scouts watching him. I think each 
each game, I think there's another five or 10 million possibly going on a future price tag for him, I would have thought. Um, you know, and yeah, so he's been brilliant. And I tell you the other thing as well, which is also fun, and it's funny because a lot of these players are ones that maybe weren't nailed on before the tournament. And the next one, which is, which I would also think, I also thought played really well. Um, and again, shows maybe how fickle football fans really can be is Jordan Henderson because now all of a sudden he's the greatest midfielder we've ever seen and you know about three weeks ago people were basically claiming that you know they if, if he got picked then it would be a travesty and they'd never watch England play again and all all these sorts of nonsensical statements and now it turns out um he's playing rather I, as an observation with him I think it I think he he plays much better if Dyer isn't playing because I think the two of them together it, it, it reeks of defensiveness doesn't it just um, it almost, <clears throat> almost gives us takes us back to Gerard Lampard era can they play together yes yes that's a great comparison yeah couldn't agree couldn't agree more actually I, I do think it, I, I agree entirely and and I think that he has done brilliantly and I think also as well what's been interesting is a lot of the a criticism that was leveled at him with him not being able to pass seemingly or not being able to pass forward has just been proven to you know be inaccurate I think and again maybe it's because he is in a slightly different role when when the personnel around him are, are different i.e you know no dyer I guess um but yeah I mean that was but I think also as well um in the Sweden game I think again even though he seems to have received again some criticism I actually thought that um Sterling played much better than in previous games bit of a shame that he couldn't maybe get a goal just to get his confidence back up. I think that I think that that you could see Ali when he scored again I think that really has helped boost his confidence and it would have been really nice if Sterling maybe could have just just a two yard tap in that's that's all yeah. it needs to lift the player isn't it. Um but great that we don't have that reliance on Kane. You know, we we do have goals elsewhere in the in the team, don't we? Which I think oh, yeah. is which is definitely important. And actually Kane, even though he didn't have a great deal of chances, he had that one sort of length, uh, distance shot. But actually, again, he still held the ball up well. He still draws the fouls. He he turns when he you know from with his back to go. And and actually, on on that part, the other good thing I like was saying is he actually was running at he was actually running at defenders, wasn't he? Without he wasn't just having his back to goal. He was facing goal and and, and causing causing trouble. Um, I mean, I can't. I, I, yeah, I mean, I think that really they've just exceeded all of my expectations so far, not just with how far we've got, but actually the way that we, we you know, we played well. I think the, some of the other teams must have watched that game and thought, actually, they're maybe a bit better than we all thought, because I don't think anyone really fancied us um, outside of England <laughs> going into it. But now I think maybe, I'm not suggesting we'll come to it in due course, I'm sure. I'm not, I'm not saying that necessarily we're going to go on and win, but I do think that we have put in a really, really good account for ourselves now, whatever happens from here in, I don't think that anyone could say that the team have not done us proud. And I think all fans, all they want is for the team to look like they're actually trying, to look like they give a hoot, and actually to try and re, you know, almost pay back some of, because as we all know, it's so expensive going to watch England play, um, you know, and it really is a commitment. It's almost like a part-time job. Um, and although you 
don't get paid. It's quite the opposite in that respect. Um, but because of that, I think that um, you, you really just uh, want to see a bit of value almost, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I think that they've given that back in absolute spades um, already this tournament, really. So uh, I really think whatever happens from now, and we've got to, we've got to remember that. Um, that's, that's how I feel anyway. No, I totally agree. Um, I'm, I'm going back to that game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Sweden, they, they didn't really play like maybe I, I personally thought they could play. I thought they would have been a bit stronger. But at the same time, I kind of felt that we could have upped it another gear had we, had we needed to. Um, yeah. And I, I think that bodes well. Absolutely. Yeah, I would completely agree. I do. I also think that we've got extra, we've got extra still in a couple of extra gears that maybe we could have gone through if we absolutely had to. Um, and, and yeah, and, and it's funny as well, because you two now, part of you sort of gets a bit carried away. You think, go on, push on, let's go on for three. Let's, let's yeah. you know, really make a statement, which obviously isn't the sensible thing to do and probably isn't the best thing to do tactically. But I think that again, uh, we, we, we I think that we show more calm um, than we often have in the past. We seem to be incredibly well disciplined. They don't seem to rise too much, most of them, um, even when provoked, um, Mm. obviously even more so in the Columbia game uh, than than the Sweden game, but still. um, And I think, I guess, a lot of that has got to come from the manager, hasn't it? That must be that must be where it's because he obviously is very. uh, I mean, he's he he just again is uh, I think has just his stock, as it were, has just gone through the roof. I think he again also must have just proven most of his doubters wrong again. Whatever happens from here in. Yeah, oh, there, there can't be many that still doubt him. Surely, <laughs> you'd hope, you'd hope not, wouldn't yeah. you? I mean, you do see. I mean, you see the. It's difficult, isn't it? You have to take a lot of the nonsense you see on social media with a, well, maybe even more than a pinch of show, a, sh- a shovel of salt. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, as you say, I don't think that any uh, any, any any sort of true fans, as it were, I think would all you know, uh, 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 well on his side now, which is great because uh, let's be honest, um, a very very large number weren't when he was appointed, or even maybe a couple of months ago. Yes. Yeah, you're right. So let's let's move on to Wednesday. Yes, Croatia should. Um, so he's Gareth has Gareth Southgate has kept that team, yeah, um, the same that played against Sweden and Colombia. Um, yeah. I think was it. It may even have been the first game against Tunisia. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, should he? Should we stick with it? I believe so. Yeah, I don't think that you should change a, a winning a winning formation, as it were, or a winning lineup. I don't yeah. see why if they are all fit which it looks like the majority of them are, then why would, you know, if it's not broken, why, why fix it? As they, that's, as they say, you know, that's the saying, yes. um, I don't think, I think that, which again, I think is good because again, in previous tournaments, particularly under Hodgson, you know, I wasn't convinced he ever knew what his best team was or what his strongest 11 was. And I think Southgate now has proven he's, you know, he, I think he's sort of hung his hat now on that that 11 to say that's my best team. But that said, and it's funny again, because we haven't really needed too much, but we do still have some good options that bring us different qualities from the bench which is which is great, you know, keeping everyone on their toes in that respect. Again, I've seen a lot of people saying, "Oh, well, I think you should start Rashford." I I don't agree with with that sentiment. I think he's much better as an impact player coming off off the bench. Um, and uh, I think the only other options that he might 
I suppose he might look at might be there if he wanted to shore up the the midfield in some way. But I think that as I think that everyone really on by and large has performed has performed pretty well. So I, I would definitely I would definitely keep it the same, and I and I fully expect him to keep it the same as well. Actually, yeah, no, I I fully agree as well. Croatia though, are they to me they they started off really uh, strong. Yeah, and now they they've. They've dropped. They feel like they've dropped a little uh, bit. Yeah, completely agree. I mean, God, they couldn't have. They couldn't really have started uh, too much better, really, could they? I mean, they've they've they smashed through their their group um, in a in a let's be honest, a fairly unexpected uh, manner, really. Um, p- particularly in terms of the uh, drubbing that they uh, dished out to Argentina, didn't they? Uh, but let's also be honest. That was at the point when. We all thought, oh, Argentina are a brilliant team. And actually, they proved in subsequent games that maybe they're not quite the team that we all thought anyway. So, you know, are we hanging too much on, on that result? And as you say, they seem to be they seem to be getting less, uh, you know, not as good as the tournament has gone on, maybe, or less convincing, let's say, as the tournament has gone on. And I think what really we must also not forget is that their last two games, um, you know, they've both been won on spot kicks. Yeah. But that also means they've had extra time twice. And that has got to tell on the players at some point. Um, because, you know, it's uh, it, it seems funny, doesn't it, seeing Russia in the sun? But clearly, there's you know there's temperatures there, and um, there's 120 minute games, two two of those games in a week. That's gonna take its toll, even if you are a professional athlete. So I think that's gonna uh, play in our favour possibly as well. Um, I I don't I don't know. It's um you know they are what are they 20 or so somewhere around there in the world rankings. So you know in theory that we it's funny as well because obviously we've drawn them in the nations league. Course, so we're gonna. Yeah. We're going to see a bit more of them after the tournament, um, yeah. and uh, so that's in, from an interesting perspective. I, 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 I don't see any reason why we can't beat them. Really, you know, I, I, I don't see why not. It's not, you know, we're, we're, they're not one of the the, the the giant teams, as it were. And I just, I just think that the team are just going to be so up for it. Not that they're not necessarily, but mm. I think that our players will be. I think he's going to really have them fired up. They seem to have. A brilliant unity about the team. They really seem to want to play for each other, sharing each other's success. You can see when they score, you know, everyone's in there. And it's, again, maybe that sort of unity that maybe has been lacking in previous squads. This lot, they really seem to actually want to win for each other and, you know, for the country and the fans and stuff as well, which, again, I think previous squads maybe didn't care so much for. Yeah, so no. what? Why not? I I I can't see why we don't have a great chance to get through, really. And if we don't, I still think that we've done brilliantly. I don't think anything should be taken away. Whatever happens in that game, even if we get spanked, I think we would still have to say we all would have settled for a semi-final spanking at the start. <laughs> That's wrong, isn't it? But you know, yes. uh, I think we'd have all settled for that at the start. Um, but by the same token, I think this is this is as good a chance as as we're ever going to get isn't it isn't it yeah dare we dare we like glance our eyes over to st petersburg and have a look at france and belgium and think which one do we want should we be thinking like that question i mean 
I, I think that uh, they're they're both they're both decent sides. Obviously, we have played Belgium, but let's be honest, it was really a bit of a reserve team game, wasn't yes. it? Yeah. So I don't think we should uh, draw anything out of that. Which I don't. Which also I don't believe any of the players will, and um, probably the Belgian players won't either. Actually, uh, I mean, but they both looked pretty decent. They Belgium particularly um, when it when the going gets tough, they actually do if they're if they're key players are firing then 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 obviously they are they are very dangerous but then i think you've got to look at it and say if we get to the final it is one game of football it is one 90 minute game of football anything can happen and you'd have to say that there is enough quality in our team to beat anyone on their day if we play to our full potential and maybe if they don't pay to the, quite their full potential, then you've got to say we've got a hope, haven't you? You know, yes. so so what why can't it happen this year? I'm not saying I think it will, I'm just saying why can't it? And I and I and I and I and I can't see why we shouldn't um at least take a positive mental attitude and expectation into however many more. Well, I suppose we've got two games either way, haven't we? <laughs> we have. We have. We, we, we can dare to dream, can't we? I think so. I think so. Definitely. I, I am. Are you? Yes. It was the last thing I thought about before I went to bed last night. It was the first thing I thought about when I woke up. Let's be honest. The Sweden game, it they didn't really trouble us. As, as I said earlier, I really, it was, it was, they didn't make us work as hard as you would expect to be worked in a quarterfinal of the World Cup. Um, and therefore, um, yeah, as I say, you've got to just, you, yeah, you've got it. You have to believe. Absolutely. I think belief is a lot of it. And I think they believe. And I think Gareth Southgate certainly believes. And I think a lot of that is then going to, you know, uh, come down from him into the players. And, ah, the best of British luck to them. You know, well, English luck, I suppose. English really. luck. I doubt, English the, luck. I doubt the rest of the uh, British elves are wishing us too much luck. But, you no. know, it's uh, that makes it all the sweeter, I suppose. <laughs> That's right. Um, well, what else, has, what else has taken your fancy throughout the whole World Cup since we last spoke? Uh, I tell you what, I've enjoyed a lot of it. I mean, I think so much. I think you've really got to take your hat off to Russia, haven't you? Yeah. I think that I think that as a team, they have... I mean, it's funny, really, because... There was so much ill press about them before the tournament in from their own fans who were all claiming the team was absolutely useless and that they were going to do nothing. And I think they have, again, also exceeded all expectations. I think it's wonderful that by all reports that I've heard, um, it has been an excellently organised World Cup um, in, uh, you know, on and off the pitch, shall we say, incredibly welcoming. I mean, you would know better than I, of course, because you've, you've experienced it firsthand. Um, so I think that that is, I think that, that is also, that, that takes, that, 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 that makes a lot of it actually, you know? Um, so I think that that, that has also been, um, that has also been brilliant. Um, I, I, I do um, wish now I had maybe tried a little bit harder to get over there myself, even without a ticket. Um, not least because it seems you can get them from FIFA. So that was a yeah. bit dis a personal disappointment. Um, so, but that said, yeah, I think that, um, I think that that's been, I think a lot of, it's been very well done Russia, I must say. I think it's been obvious that uh, Mr. Putin has maybe uh, been saying to anyone and everyone there you know the world is watching us so let's make sure that we really really make this a spectacle to remember shall we say and i think both on and off the pitch his 
comrades have um have have delivered i i i think so i think it's been brilliant it's been it's also been a real um it's been a world cup full of shocks let's let's you know a lot of the big teams have obviously gone out way earlier than anticipated quite funny to have the last six teams all being european that yeah. was interesting uh but nice and hey if it's a world cup of sharks why not have another shark and have us lifting the trophy because i tell you what i'm sure you saw it on social media the same as i did this week with the badge with the two stars uh, did no, you see I've that? Seen that i've not seen that I need oh to where someone's that. done a little mock-up of, yeah. of the three lines but with two stars oh it looks lovely russ it looks oh. it does it really does look nice so um i think that that becoming a reality would um would be a wonderful uh final twist for the oh. tournament and it also looks uh irrespective of whether or not that happens that we might get a golden boot winner as well which is also yeah. unexpected at the start of the tournament i think um unless i guess only lukaku if he goes and scores four or something in their semi-final then i guess in theory he could he could catch up couldn't he but yeah, him, sorry uh, him aside though i think that um yeah that's hopefully nailed on and that would be a, amazing for him if he could well, there we go. Oh, we're getting a bit silly now, aren't we? Could he win the golden boot and lift it as well as a captain? Why not? Why not? Heck, why not? I don't know. I, 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 I'm going to I'm going to remain uh, outwardly positive about it. I tell you, actually, what also has been a real highlight for me has been how all of a sudden we've gone from possibly the worst set piece team possibly on the planet to now i don't know about you but now every time we get a corner i fully expect us to score a goal yep. because trippier's delivery is absolutely outrageous you watch the premier league and half the time and i and it absolutely frustrates the life out of me they don't even beat the bloody first man they can't even, can't even get it into corner, the six yes. yeah. yeah and it is so frustrating you're like that can't be that difficult a skill to practice just take 50 corners every, at the end of every training session and you will you know that that will click for you but he seems to get it pretty much on the penalty spot doesn't he with with alarming precision and with that little the little funky lineup they've got of between yes. four and up to six actually i saw at one corner um absolutely brilliant and, and even if they think they know what we're going to do we're so good in the air um that it's difficult to defend against as has proven i mean i'm not sure how many goals we've got from set piece but i did I hear one of the stats we've already got one of the joint most ever i think so i believe I, I think from it was the bbc stat i think we've had seven is, is it 11 goals in total i think and eight have come from set pieces eight from brilliant and and flashback to when uh harry kane was taking corners before oh, yeah. A flashback you know, for that nightmare yes yes <laughs> yeah exactly so i think that you know it's a far far cry from that and uh well no i think that it's brilliant i think that and in fact actually trippier again is another player who maybe before the tournament wouldn't have been one of the first names on on the team sheet i think for a lot of people uh and now i think that without him we would be a much much weaker we weaker team you know i think that obviously before in the bill of the build-up it was more walker playing in that uh, that yes. that wing back role and he's obviously mm. moved him over to fit trippy and what one what absolute master stroke that's proven to be you know so um again well well done gareth you know for for for, for, for that little bit of uh jiggery pokery jiggery pokery i love it <laughs> is it coming home
Yes, of course it is. Of course it's coming home. Ryan, great to speak to you again. Pleasure. We will uh, we'll speak again. Yes, absolutely. I really hope that we can have a conversation uh, getting even more excited. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Cheers for that. And we were like, yeah, let's say, let's speak again. My pleasure. Yeah, enjoy. If you're looking for somewhere to watch the game, check out the Classic Football Shirts HQ at The Box in Hackney, screening every World Cup match with a pop-up shop, World Cup artwork and a small shirt display from the 14th to the 24th of June. Tickets for guaranteed entry can be bought through Eventbrite. Just search Classic Football Shirts London. Right, we've spoken to Ryan. He's given us his perspective on the game. We've had a chat and seen it from the uh, from sitting in front of the TV perspective. But let's go to Moscow. Let's go to CJ. Let's get it from the get it from actually within the ground perspective. CJ, you're right. Yeah, good. Thanks, Russell. Yourself? Yeah, very good. Thank you. What what is not to be good at the moment? Sunshine in England or in the semi-finals? Life's good, isn't it? Oh, very good, mate. What's not to like? Get back from Samara, all right? Yeah, yeah. We were on a train all day yesterday. Um, I've not been pessimistic at all, really, during this tournament. But we were just thinking, right, let's book the train. We left about four, well, it's about half past five yesterday morning. So we didn't go to bed just um, on Saturday night after the game. We just thought, let's just go to, let's just go to the, um, the station, get on a train. Um, and then we can get into Moscow for kind of Sunday night, just in case we did need to come home on Monday. But right. as soon as that full-time whistle went, well, probably just before, really, I had the flights up and ready to go for next Monday. So um, they were booked. Everyone else was celebrating. I was kind of jumping up about a bit. But yeah. pretty much everyone, I, I was stood there with my phone, kind of just trying to trying to get the flights booked. But I was still jumping around. And stuff. This This is to come but, home. Yeah, yeah. So we did that for next Monday. So because we've got third place playoff tickets, so no matter and what happens, we're going to be uh, here for for then. So where where is the third and fourth place? Is that in St Petersburg? Yeah, St Petersburg, which mm. is obviously it's a bit you know that that's good. I mean, if it, I love Moscow, I, I adore it. I can't speak highly enough of it. Mm. However, I mean, if that means obviously we're playing in the Lazicki in the semis, so you know. From a personal and fan point of view, if we if we did lose on um, if we did lose uh, Wednesday night, we can at least say, well, do you know what? Um, you know, we've we're going to the third place playoff. It means we've played in seven different grounds, and um, we get to visit Saint Petersburg. And <clears throat> doesn't matter who you speak to, what town they're from, whatever. All the places we've been so far, the, the first thing they say to you is, "Have you been to Saint Petersburg?" So it's got to be good because every Rush, every Russian is basically telling us to go there. They're, they're saying, oh, don't, "Don't hang around in this great city. Go to that one." You well, know, it's, it's having so, been uh, to St Petersburg myself. I can uh, I can fully agree with them. It's a lovely yeah. city. Yeah. So there's positives. If we, if we did if we did go out against Croatia, which it's going to be a tough game, tough tough game. There's a positive. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was Samara like? Samara. Was, um, the centre's lovely. It's very nice. 
as you go further out where people, the, the more residential areas, it seems a bit more ropey, so to speak. Right. Not dangerous, not dangerous right. at all. Just a bit, a bit, a bit rougher than what we've experienced at other, other ground. Uh, sorry, in other cities. Um, we had a re- we had a pretty nice um, a place. It was um, where we were staying. Very Soviet, properly Soviet. So it's more traditional. Um, but yeah, we we were more than happy with it. Um, the Samara itself has got a beach. Yeah, I saw the pictures uh, along the uh, the River Volga, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean it's more like a lake really where it was. Right. It was so wide. I mean, you, you think of it. You, you look at the width of the Seven or the Thames or the Trent, and you think, yeah, that's big. But th- this is like probably a mile to two miles wide, I would say. Um, oh. You know, uh, so, and I think it was a man-made beach. So, but yeah, no, I don't think there's a tide. So it was, it's perfect, really. Um, when we last spoke, you said that the ground was a fair distance away from the city. Was was that right? Our Our apartment was like, you look at it on a map it looks really close to the stadium yeah. but it was like 40 minutes walk um the actual st- the, the the cut the cordon where um ubers and taxis and the shuttle buses could drop you off i reckon it's probably half an hour walk maybe 40 minutes walk and the wow. actual journey it probably took i think about 25 to 30 minutes from the center to get to that point in an uber and they're going so, to use that ground again for anything? Is it set up for someone else? I don't know. I, I do remember. Uh, yeah, I, I think that one has been set up for a, an actual football club. And um, there is one. I think it might be Soshi. I'm not 100% sure. But I think there is one out here that, that's like 200 kilometres from, well, 2,000 kilometres or something in that region from St. Petersburg. And it's actually being used by a team in St. Petersburg. They're moving there. Do you know what? I think, um, yeah, one of the TV um, commentaries mentioned that. Um, I yeah. can't remember which one it was, but yes, you are right. Yeah. Even the ones that um, don't really have a team already, they're managing to find one. I don't fully, I don't support that at all, to be honest. I, I think it's, I, you've got to think of the fans of the team. Oh, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's not that that's like that's like Wimbledon times a thousand. That is, but it's. Um, <laughs> um, so in, into the ground, what what was the atmosphere like inside there? What were the, the Swedes and and the English fans? What was it all like? Um, I was very pleasantly surprised at how many there was of us compared to them. This is the first time where we've outnumbered a team this tournament in terms of numbers. Yeah, it, we it, in the crowd. It, we we had, I don't know, probably four or five thousand. I would say, you know, may, maybe a few more. But the, the the Swedes, there was maybe a thousand, two thousand of them, something like Which that. Which is surprising, because um, yeah. I remember going to Kiev in 2012. I don't know if you oh. went. And they had that little island in the centre of Kiev, and there were thousands of yellow shirts everywhere. Then there has been this tournament that there has been that they've they've taken over stadiums, you know, thousands upon thousands of them. Um, but I think just because of where it is, right. I think maybe they looked at it and thought, you know what, we'll um, yeah, well, you know what, we'll 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 leave this we'll leave this one, not uh, this one on the edge. This is the travel, yeah. Yeah, well, fair play to the ones that did. Um, and we, we spoke with Ryan about the game. It, it was a, not a strange game, but it, it, to me, it almost felt like a group game. Much better than them. And Sweden didn't really, 
didn't really put the pressure on as I, I expected they would. Wasn't a lot of pressure. It was how I was kind of expecting Sweden to to be before the tournament. Really, that that's what that's how I was expecting. How they how they've played how they played in the group games. They were they were a bit better than I was expecting. Really, um, in in the groups. So yeah, um, it, but how they played the other day. Was probably how I expected them to play in, you know, before the tournament. Um, I thought they were pretty well organised. To be fair, I thought Colombia were the were better side. There's no doubt about that. Um, they were a better side. Um, but yeah, I I wasn't too worried at all really at any point during that game. I, we 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 did what we needed to do, um, like we've done on countless occasions with this group of players and another group of players. With different managers, we, we 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 did it. We just basically did enough. If they would have scored, I think we probably would have gone and scored another just to make sure it's enough. Just keep the two goal buffer. Keep it um, safe. Yeah, yeah. And I it, mean, I'm not I'm not saying we relaxed as soon as the two goals went in on the pitch, but I, I think you know they knew they pretty much knew the job was done when yeah. that happened. And I think the Swedes did as well. I think the Swedes knew that that was it. Really, that was their journey over. And it's great that we've got, um, we, we're not relying on Harry Kane, um, that Harry Maguire, Deli Alley are getting goals as well. Yeah, I mean, Harry Maguire, how can you not love the guy? Great, he was with he? us. He, you know, he was one of us in. in um, he still in is Norway, one of us. He? he still is one of us. He's got his brother who plays for um, Chesterfield. And I mean, I don't know if you saw the. Um, the press release from um, from Chesterfield that it's one of Martin Allen's brilliant press releases. He does right, it all no. himself. Like when he makes a sign and he says, "Oh yeah, um, that the Harry Maguire's brother has been given leave for the weekend to, oh, go, right. to go to Russia," which is uh, you know it's fantastic. But like I said, that's just all part of the story, really. His family and his friends and everything. But I just can't not love the guy. He just he's just so he's so down to earth, and I think that's that's the case of so many so many of um, the team. The other. The, the the other one, Ali, Delhi Ali. I mean, yeah, I'm so pleased he got a goal because he was starting to be criticised a little bit, and I think he deserves that goal. He definitely deserved the goal. Um, he's the second youngest England goal scorer at World Cup after Michael Owen. Correct. So, yeah. you know, you can't. You, you look at that and think you criticise. If you criticise him, look how young he is. Doesn't matter what we do now. Um, in the next two games, it doesn't matter. It, it, well, obviously, it matters. It matters massively, <laughs> but it doesn't. It doesn't matter when it comes to the future because we've got a bright future ahead of us. We really have with this team. Um, there's so many. We've got so many different options. Um, you know, we've, we've we've pretty much got this. This tournament has shown every position we've got. A, we've got an extra man. Yeah. You know, and we've we've got a few sat at home that you can just look at and think. You know, if they were a bit fitter, they'd be here. You know, there's a few that are unlucky. Let's look yeah. to the immediate future. Um, Wednesday night against Croatia. How do you see that? I I said I said kind of in and around the group stage and before the group stage that I thought that the three we've got to worry about are Germany, France, and Brazil, and then I thought the fourth one in the semis would be them. I thought they. You look at their midfield; they're just that midfield is the best midfield probably in world football. That they're just that they 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 should really overrun anybody else's midfield. Yeah. Um, 
that hasn't necessarily happened every game so far. Um, Russia got, Russia had a proper go at them. Didn't they? Um, yeah. yeah, you've got to give it to them. But it's going to be a very, very, very tough game. I mean, if we win, I'm, I'm, you know, if we had played Russia, I'd be saying the same thing. Um, Russia aren't as good a, top, a good a side, but they've got the crowd behind them and so on. I, if we beat Croatia, we definitely deserve to win this tournament. That's, without doubt, it doesn't matter who we play, whether it's France or Belgium. If we beat Croatia, we we are we one hundred percent we one hundred percent deserve to win this. If we're going to look at maybe having having the upper hand in any sort of way, the fact that they've gone to extra time twice and penalties twice, they've had a one day less um, recovery time. It's got to be in our hands, hasn't it? It has. That's all going to help, definitely. Well, you know, they were looking a bit leggy towards mm. the end. And Russia gave them more of a game than Sweden gave it to us, and we've had an extra day. So, um, although with the euphoria of, uh, yeah. I, I think even we, we would have rather have stayed and watched the uh, semi-final straight after the quarters. And I, I think some of the players might have just wanted to just get straight back into it. Their bodies might not allow them to. No. Men, up there mentally, they were thinking, "Let's go." They're probably let's let's go. Let's let's have it now. And yeah. um, I think. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely going to be a factor with regards to how um, how much rest there's, there's been and also the length of the games. So, ticket-wise, have you got your ticket yet or is that a case of get it in the next few days? Uh, probably go and collect it today, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah, um, we've been, it's been a really straightforward process so far. So, um, I'm not expecting this to be any different. Um, a, yeah. a mate of mine, Dan, managed to uh, get one on the train he um he, he got find one on... it find it somewhere <laughs> yeah it was just lying there no he he managed to get it on the fifa portal last night so i think midnight last night was the deadline to uh, right. for the for, for the resale so for anybody that had one the touts that have been standing outside the stadium the um, the stadiums and outside the um, outside the ticket center they had until like midnight to right. to to physically sell the ticket so mm. um then they've handed it back and got their money back. So, yeah, and he's grabbed um, it. Well done, Dan. Yeah, well, it was a category three as well. So, you, you know, it's the cheapest possible ticket. And typically, this tournament, the category threes have been the best. Best would be right in the middle behind the goal. Um, some of the category ones have been right at the back of the sort of patina. Yeah. <laughs> it no, doesn't I... make any sense whatsoever. But that's, really. that tends to be the way with FIFA and, and the UEFA tickets that they yeah, supply. That's right, yeah. yeah. Well, have a, uh, have a good few days in Moscow. Um, anywhere that you haven't seen yet that you're going to see? No, I don't think so, no. Um, I mean, Moscow's so big, you could probably live here for a year and you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't see all of it. But... CJ, yeah, enjoy, um, enjoy the few relaxing days in Moscow. Um, we'll look out for your flag then on Wednesday. Yeah, no problem, Russ. All right, take care. You too, cheers. Bye-bye. So here we are then. I'd like to welcome our friends uh, from at Croatian News on Twitter. They have brought their fans comprehensive information throughout the World Cup via that Twitter handle. And I'd like to welcome them to the Three Lions podcast. Good afternoon. 
Hi, good afternoon, and um, let's hope for a good match on Wednesday. Let's hope so. Where, whereabouts in Croatia are you calling us from? Uh, in Split, Croatia. How was Split yesterday? How was oh, that when you oversaw well, Russia? Well, well, there, there are a lot of British people around here because there is an ultra music festival going on with, I would say, thousands of um, British, I mean, party goers and football fans as well. So they were supporting uh, their team in the afternoon uh, in the first match and probably later watching a bit uh, a Croatian team to see the opponent for Wednesday. Oh, what a, what a great um, way of sort of integrating the English and British and Croatian together with the potential of this game coming on. Um, how, how have you felt your World Cup has gone so far? And did you ever think that the World Cup semi-finals was within your, within your reach? Well, yes, because um, Croatia did it 20 years ago in 1998 in France. Yes. We, were, we were third at the World Cup. So... This year, we also have a strong team. We have players playing in the uh, best European clubs. So, uh, basically, no one was that surprised uh, that we, we have uh, reached the semifinals. Uh, to be honest, um, the, the, the World Cup has shown that, uh, you know, literally every team can, can, beat, can beat the other one. So, there were, there were several uh, surprises. But, um, you know, knowing the, the strength of the Croatian team, it's not a surprise that uh, they have entered the, the semi-final. You, your Group D games, you came up against Nigeria, Argentina and Iceland. You're one of the, uh, the only, few, I think there's three teams, I think, who won all their group games uh, and you are one of them. Uh, especially seeing off Argentina as well. But then you've come to your knockout games and drawn both of them and had to go through the penalty shootout um, situation. How, how has that been for, uh, for Croatians and, and you yourself? As, do you think you can... Uh, how do you think the England game will go? I think that that will be another open game. It means uh, no surprise in that game. Um, you know, uh, both Croatia and England can, can win that match. But... It, I expect another tough match because it will be a real battle and no one wants to lose uh, the, the chance to appear in the final. So uh, it will be a, a tough match and, uh, you know, I, I hope Croatia can win, but no one can say that. I mean, of you, course. You, can't, you can't bet that, bet that easy. Uh, I know that there were in Croatia, there were people betting on England not to reach the World Cup final because there was a good um, uh, betting option. And, and now many of them will be surprised with that one because there is a possibility that England really uh, enters the, 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 the final. So this is all, um, let's say, an open championship with a lot of good teams, uh, with uh, teams that are, let's say, similar level. And when you say Croatia won three games and then uh, has two draws, it's, it's also not a surprise because uh, Denmark is strong too. They, 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 they run a lot. They, they play tough. The same with Russia. You see that Russia was, was ready to play uh, 120 minutes on, on a big level. So maybe, maybe Modric and Rakitic and other Croatian players have more of a uh, football imagination. But, uh, you know, s seeing uh, the other team uh, playing that, that strong physically, it's not easy to beat them. Croatia mm. had chances yesterday to, to probably uh, beat them before the penalties, but it was realistic that the, the, the match ended up in, uh, uh, in penalties. The, another quality of, of, of a team is to pass 
even when you don't play that well. Uh, so it means that you have a good goalkeeper. It means that you are calm when when shooting the the, the penalties. So it's all part of the game. And uh, and Croatia had it. So so we won all the matches. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned your goalkeeper there, Subasic. What what was going on just before um, extra time? When did he appear to pull his hamstring? He he felt he felt a bit of a um, of an injury. And uh, last night he talked to uh, to his former coach, uh, whom I know personally, and he says not not nothing that uh, that serious. So so he was uh, he was ready to uh, to continue. So that means he will be playing against England uh, oh, as well. I see. And, and but another... even but even I, I need to tell you, even if he would not play, the the, the second goalkeeper Kalinic is very good goalkeeper and. Uh, there, there would not be that kind of a difference if, if even if we have that, uh, the, let's say, the second goalkeeper. He played, he played against Iceland and was very, very good. You've got great backup, and you've also got a couple of great players. We all know what Luka Modric uh, is capable of, and, and Mandzukic as well. Uh, you really do have some superstars in that team, and, and some players that England do need to be aware of. One example, just one example. There was uh, Milan Badel at the bench yesterday. He didn't play, but he he scored one of the probably the the, the most beautiful goals of this World Cup against Iceland. So yes, it, it it means that Croatia has a potential even at the bench. the The good thing about Croatia, it is a 4.2 million people country, so it's a tiny country, but with a lot of talents. And this World Cup will also give an opportunity to to a lot of players. Um, Probably to go to European clubs because uh, now uh, they, uh, you know, everyone can see uh, the, the the strong potential of uh, Croatian football league, of the Croatian coaches, and, and and Croatian young players. So it's all all looking good for the future if you can continue, or even the campaign so far, um, and and going forwards as well. England will meet Croatia again in the Nations League, won't they? So this is yes. this is the start. Yes, yes, um, that, 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 that's for sure. So. Croatia might a bit change the team because the, there are youngsters coming and the the national team coach already announced that there might be new players uh, for the new campaign because there there are youngsters coming and uh, uh, you know like you know see you see Rebic Ante Rebic at this this World Cup he he made his price up to forty million now and and he was not actually even sure to to go to the World Cup because there was a Let's say a, a, a huge um, number of other uh, other players who could take his position. So it means that there is a lot of potential. And even now, you know, Croatia could lose against England, but they they did what they came for. They they came to come to the end. So it means there are still, for sure, two more matches for Croatia. So Croatia will take part until the end of the of the World Cup. Likewise, England will as well. Well, we shall wait and see what the result will be on Wednesday evening. Um, and if it's quite possible, I would like to speak to you again ahead of those Nation League games um, in later on in the year, if you're up for that. Yes, yes. Um, so I'd just like to yeah, mention again, you are on Twitter at Croatian News. We'll, uh, we'll put that on our very own Three Lions podcast Twitter feed. Um, and do you have a Facebook or a, a website or anything? No, we, we do by only by, by uh, Twitter by now. Okay, only by Twitter. I will ensure that you get some exposure um, on our uh, on our Twitter page as well. We thank you okay. very much for joining us. Keep in touch. Bye bye. Well do. Bye bye.
Now, I mentioned this before, there is the Be On The Ball campaign. You can hashtag that, hashtag Be On The Ball campaign. It's being run by the Foreign and Commonwealth Office. If you are thinking of going out to Russia, they're encouraging you to travel safe. They've got lots of tips on their website, also on their social media feeds, facebook.com forward slash FCO travel and twitter.com forward slash FCO travel. Don't forget, if you do intend to see a game, you will require a fan ID, which will need to be applied for, as this acts as your multi-entry and exit visa to Russia. This and further information, take a look at www.gov.uk forward slash foreign dash travel dash advice forward slash Russia, or just head to hashtag be on the ball. You'll find all the information there. Now, following the message my sister sent me about the comparisons between 1966 and 2018, she sent me another. France against Uruguay. France has six letters. Uruguay has seven. Brazil had six. Belgium has seven. Sweden, six. England, seven. Russia, six. Croatia, seven. Now, all those games were played on the 6th and 7th of July. 6 plus 7 is 13. It's coming home has 13 letters. It's too good to be true, isn't it? It's too good to be true. As always, a quick look at our England bloggers, englandfootball.org. Semis for Southgate's exciting England. England are World Cup semi-finalists for the first time since 1990. Harry Maguire and Delhi Alley secured England's fate with the goals that saw off Sweden. Thank you to Ryan Powell for joining us again and CJ Joyner too. You can follow him around Russia where he has his excellent videos at CJ underscore Kovblaze. Those guys for talking England. The guys at Croatian News, at Croatian News for their Croatia perspective. And thank you for listening. And to Classic Shirts for their continued support of this podcast. You can find them at Classic Shirts on Twitter. Now, they've also got a pop-up shop in Shoreditch in London. You can follow them at CFSLDN for more info. Now, if you're so inclined, please leave a review at the provider of your choice. I would be most, most grateful. If you are on your way to Russia, safe travels. Don't forget, we're on Twitter at Three Lions Podcast. You can search that as well on the Facebook for the group there. I'll be back with you after the Croatia game. Hopefully, I've spent my life savings, raided my daughter's piggy bank and felt down every sofa cushion going looking for any loose change that will see me to Moscow. It's coming home.
If you're looking for somewhere to watch the game, check out the Classic Football Shirts HQ at the Box in Hackney. Screening every World Cup match with a pop-up shop, World Cup artwork and small shirt display from the 14th to the 24th of June. Tickets for guaranteed entry can be bought through Eventbrite. Just search Classic Football Shirts London.